I watch a lot of roller coaster tragedy videos. Oh, God. And um, there was a guy. He was a vet. I don't remember what. Probably the Iraq War. Came back. He didn't have any legs. And, uh, you know, he went through this ordeal to, like, recondition his body and shit. So just randomly for, like, a birthday or something, him and his family went to an amusement park. And (laughs) they let him get on this roller coaster. Yeah. When clearly he didn't meet the height restriction because he didn't have, like, his lower legs. Yeah. But they were like, oh, he's a war vet, you know. And he was kind of like come on you know I'm, I'm cool and he flew right off that fucking thing and <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fine though no no he died he's oh yeah he's... his head cut came off I think, okay and... well i'm jason and i'm jules and we, we doing, doing spooky oh that's right we are doing spooky spooky badook it's a double spook <laughs> Tonight we're talking about the void. The void. <laughs> Led you into that one. Yeah, you did. From uh, 2016. Kind of. This was a. I didn't realize this at the time. So watching it now, I, I'd seen it before. Uh, probably 2018, 2019, maybe. Never heard of it. It kind of came out of that time when they, when like A24 was kind of popping off, and like The Witch was everybody's shit, and Gretel and Hansel and all that crap. Well, you, I don't think you can lump that in there. No, no, no. I'm just saying there was like a resurgence of these sort of horror movies that had almost like a prestige to the cinematography, the presentation of it. Most of them weren't really scary or anything, but uh, but seeing it again now, I'm like, oh yeah, this is like this is pretty low budget. Yeah, uh, and I guess it was a, a crowdfunded movie. Oh really? Yeah, they didn't say through what campaign, but because uh, I think even in the credits, then it's like all of these people, you know, paid. Did you take your time to read all of the names? I did. I contacted them. Oh, you know, that was really nice. Got of a you. lot of hangups. Yeah. You called them? Yeah. They're in the book? Well, I called a name that matched. I assume they, now that I think about it, probably none of them live in in Minnesota. So I, I probably did call the wrong people. And it was 4 a.m. Your heart was in the right place. Mm-hmm. Did you, you want to just kick right into the synapses? Sure. Sure. Let's kick it. Sure. We're going to kick it. Void style. Void. First off, I guess, did you like the movie? You hadn't seen it before. Yes and no. Uh-huh. Let me, I'll get into it after I give you a synopsis. Gotcha. Shortly after delivering a patient to an understaffed hospital, a police officer experiences strange and violent occurrences seemingly linked to a group of mysterious hooded figures. Is that pretty legit? Yeah. That old guy just died May 5th of this year. The guy with the, the pregnant lady? Oh, the doctor? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Did he cut off his face? <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kotansky. Written by them as well. So I, what I would say about this movie is it's spooky. Mm-hmm. It has a good tone. There's a couple like really good creep moments that I liked a lot. Yeah. Wasn't that into it though. I was really excited that it was 90 minutes. And yeah. It moves. It does not move very fast. You don't think it moves not very fast? Not for me, man. Okay. I mean, all the characters kind of suck. Like you don't really, you don't get much of a feel for them. They're all kind of top level nothings. Some of them are in other things. Yeah. Most They're of the acting is like pretty bad. I feel yeah. like they spend, the cinematography is nice. It looks good. Mm-hmm. The practical design of the monsters mm-hmm. is good. I don't really is I don't even know if there is CG in this movie. Very little. Yeah. I think obviously just pr- probably some of the stuff at the end, the titular void, but um even that maybe oh, yeah, maybe yeah. not, I don't know. So yeah, I mean I think this is a pretty solid spooky. It's gory. It reminds me of I, I think this is kind of what I was expecting from Prince of Darkness. Right. I was gonna say this is very much a Prince of Darkness uh there's somebody who called it an homage to Carpenter. Assault uh, on Precinct thirteen, Prince of Darkness and the Thing. Yeah. I think 
think they they attribute it to Guillermo del Toro. Really? And they heard some interview from him. I don't remember the specific phrase that stuck out to the writer-directors or whatever. Um, but they were like, yeah, we're going to do our own twist on that, I guess. A del Toro thing? Yeah, gosh. I should probably just look it up. Because, I mean, I was going to say even this is what I was looking for in Prince of Darkness, actually. Mm-hmm. At the end. Monsters? Well, it just the, the sense of adventure. People are splitting up. Things are happening. It doesn't all occur in one room. Yeah. With, like, a, a one kind of lame baddie. Well, and it's like an unrelenting barrage of just bad shit. Yeah. You know, and there's some twists and turns, you know. It's cool. Not a not a tremendous amount, but why is that girl in the in the the evil world at the end? Just him and him and old skinless went through the gate. I'm assuming because he transformed her. I really wish they wouldn't have shown that. Yeah. We at all. We didn't need it. No. Where's it, the bad guy? It 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 drums up far more questions than I think the movie had any intention of answering. Right. And now what are they just gonna live there? Right. Do you not need food? Is that how the entire wherever that is looks like? Can you find wood? to make a house or you, you know you get yeah food and are, are you both dead she was dead to some extent he was almost dead too like he was bleeding to death true that true that uh it says here uh the writers of the film say they were inspired by guillermo del toro who was working on the ill-fated at the mountains of madness when he made a comment about wanting to do lovecraft but in a way that no one had envisioned or ever seen before i'm trying to find a way to show the creatures but not sure. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is what they thought their rendition of that would be. I, I applaud, yes, the practical effects. But because of that, they really had to um, be careful with what they could show. So there were a couple of scenes like when they're really fighting that beast, with the axes, uh, that it's just kind of like cutting around and sort of not coherent at times. Yeah. So the movie starts with like a bang, right? We're at like, I think first we just see somebody in one of them robes, like a white robe, and they got like a black triangle on their face. They're just standing there, I think. And then it cuts to this isolated farmhouse and a young lady comes bursting out the door, running and frantic. And then two guys come out, an older guy and a younger guy, and they shoot her. She falls down. They walk over and they start pouring gasoline on her. And he's smoking this cigarette and he flicks it on him and she starts burning to death. Now, there's two continuity issues that I read. Jeez Louise. From that scene. Okay. First is when they light her on fire, she's off camera. We're looking at the two characters from like the waist up. She's screaming in pain. And then like a second later, they cut to a wider shot further away and the body's just motionless. It probably would still be writhing. And Yeah, I think it takes a little bit to burn to death. <laughs> and apparently, although I don't know how true this is um, in the IMDB trivia section, you can't ignite gasoline with a cigarette. I have heard that a million times. Yes, yeah. that is. Speaking of which, I saw a doorbell video of a uh, just a, somebody's house, you know, like a doorbell that has a video on it you know sure. you have yeah surely you have one also yes. yes and so in the video it's like a guy who lives across the street it's like 3 a.m i've seen this where he's dumping gasoline on their doorstep nope i did not see this please continue he's got a full fucking like five gallon jug and he's just pouring it all over their porch and on the walls and shit takes out his lighter he starts trying to light it but um it was diesel which doesn't ignite nearly as easily as gasoline. No, what do you need like a little burning pile or something? Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not certain. Like a a, a reg <laughs> so they maybe make the mulatto of cocktails out of. Possibly. So, thankfully, how did <sighs> the guy was like nuts or something and he thought he was 
fighting a dragon or something. So did he give up and go home? Did people I think catch so. him out there? And then they saw the video. Like I'm sure he came were... outside and smelled the diesel. I'm what assuming. the fuck is going on out here? Somebody <laughs> tried to kill us. Doorbell and yeah. So they arrested his ass and he went to jail. Well, here's here's a ring one that I thought was I, I didn't watch the video, but it's a guy banging on his uh, girlfriend's door and her dad's in there and I think she's like 19 and he's in his early 20s and he's like just let me in I just want to talk to you and then the dad's like I have a gun I'm armed and then he knocks his way in through the door and the second he gets to the threshold the dad shoots him through the neck oh wow and he runs out the other way and dies nice there was also a really good one where a older guy is getting up to go to work in the morning. It's like four in the morning and his neighbor who he's been feuding with is waiting for him Mm -hmm. and tries to uh, fight him right out in front of his house. Okay. And he, his neighbor, he pulls a gun on the guy trying to fight him and he's like, drop. And the guy's like, come on, bitch, come on. And he keeps trying to fight him (laughs) and like he won't retreat. And so the guy shoots him in the leg Hmm. and he's instantly like, Oh my god! Oh my god! And then he dies later. Oh wow! Yeah, the guy calls the police right after he shoots him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, so back at the void. Yeah. My, my question is: Are they burning them because they're furious? Are they burning them because a creature is going to come out, like the lady at the hospital? Mm-hmm. What? Wh- why burn? They don't establish that because they never. I mean, I guess there's nothing to burn one there's alcohol probably they never try to burn anybody else like the doctor and not only that but maybe they're not there yet that must be what it is we immediately cut to the uh, main character daniel is he a sheriff he is a sheriff for some reason he seems kind of young and i mean he's competent but uh, he's also kind of a right he's he's an interesting character not very he's not a bruce willis right so he's just kind of camping out in his squad in the woods and the dispatch catches him sleeping or whatever. And then all of a sudden from out of the woods comes stumbling a young guy. And he's like, oh, I got a drunk guy here, you know. And so he goes over to him and the guy's like bloody and he like cuffs him. Maybe he just puts him in the back of the car. Man, I just watched this last night. I don't I don't remember at all. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, uh, I think my problem is, is when I watch something that I've already seen, I'm a little less attentive. So I'm like, I got this. So he's basically, he's trying to find a, ho- a hospital to take him to. And the dispatcher is like, well, the closest one is whatever the hospital is that this movie takes place at. There was a fire there recently and a, a good percentage of it burned. So they they were in the process of moving to another ho- hospital, but they are still open and accepting, you know. Emergencies. Mm-hmm. But it's like the last night, which I think might have been where that assault on Precinct 13 vibe was coming from for some people. Sure. And I mean, I guess this is also under an assault of sorts. Yeah. It's also, it reminds me of The Last Shift, which is another horror movie about a rookie cop having to work the final shift at this police station that's closing down. Is he hallucinating at times? I think it's a she. A she? Oh, yes. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. The ending, I didn't care for that as much. I don't remember the ending. But the movie itself was pretty spooky and entertaining up till the end. He takes him to this hospital. And I mean, there's literally like nobody around when he gets there. Takes the guy inside. Does he see the rope guy yet? I don't think so. No, no, rope, no, no. robes come later. So he takes the guy inside. I think we see some rope people kind of starting to come up just off in the back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe The, not. the wooded area at the edge of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. 
So he takes the guy in and he's like, I don't know what happened. And he's a little hysterical. And basically, so at the hospital, there's a nurse. Is she a nurse or is she a doctor? She might be a doctor. Allison, who is apparently the sheriff's wife. Which I did not pick up on at all until the very end. Oh, he says it actually at one point. Man. And you get a little bit of that because the main doctor, the old man, Dr. Richard Powell, uh, is her father. So you got the old doctor. His daughter, who's, I think, a doctor. Allison, who's Daniel's wife. But they're estranged. Wait, what? The doctor's daughter died long ago. He says that, but I'm pretty sure... Is that is that is it not? Yeah, it's not his, his daughter. He's got one daughter and she's been dead for a long oh, time. Oh, so they're just friendly? I think he he knows everything. Is that why you think that they, he's the father? I could have sworn that... So, man, this is going to be a fucking... <laughs> I, I thought he was her dad. And then I when he kept saying that, I was like, oh, the baby that she lost, was it secretly his? You know, because he was like in a sex cult. Like, we find out he's in a sex cult? Yeah. As the movie goes, okay. Yeah, they, um... Are they a sex cult? Well, they're like a cult, but there's sex involved. The guy says, so they think that the guy he brought in is like a tweaker. And because uh, that house, I guess, is known for, I don't know. So there's the the old man doctor, the lady doctor. There's a, a intern nurse. Oh, sure. Who's played by Knives Chow actress. Is she from other things? She was Knives Chow in um, Scott Pilgrim. Really? Yeah. The super, you know. Yeah. Amped up. Okay. I like her. Mm-hmm. I liked her. Uh, and her name is Ellen Wong. Not in a whole lot, but those two things, this and that, are mostly of note. And then we got uh, another, uh, we have a nurse who must be Maggie. Oh, no. Maggie is the pregnant girl. It's like a teenage girl who's pregnant. Who's there with her dad? Her grandfather, I okay. think. Maybe her dad. He's an old man. And there's some random guy. And the guy who's like laying down and goes to sleep instead of talking to whoever it was in the beginning. Oh, yeah. A guy in the bed yeah. who's got some ailment of some sort. And um, there's another nurse, maybe Susan. And the guy that they brought in who's getting hysterical. Uh, I think they give him something to calm him down or knock him out mm-hmm. and then chain him to one of the beds. Weird stuff. I mean, it's not really happening, but it kind of feels like maybe it's happening. I think there may be something on the news or something. Maybe not. All of a sudden, basically, the nurse just starts cutting out the eyeball of the guy in bed. She's not even cutting his eye out. She just punches well, that yeah. scalpel into his head. Right. She doesn't, he doesn't cut doesn't it out. He doesn't wake up. No, he's, he's dead. Just, he's, yeah, he's just dead like right She away. stabs him in his eyeballs and uh, kills his brain. And the sheriff's like, don't do that. What are you doing? She turns around and I thought she had already carved out her own eyes. No, she no. did cut off some of her face. Yeah, maybe she's all there of it. Tugging at it, saying, "It's not me." Yeah, very disturbing thing to say. Yeah, and and she's pulling it off, dude. I this is when I was watching this last night. I was just sitting on the couch, going, "Oh, oh my, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh, oh boy." Yeah, I think Jenny was going to the bathroom, and I'm just over here saying those things because I'm like, I fucking knew this shit was coming. I knew this was gonna be a real gore fest. I, I didn't watch this with Callie. Yeah, I kind of sold her a, a lemon when she was like, "Well, maybe we can watch this one," and I was like. I don't think you're going. And she can't, she doesn't like watching movies where a guy's getting like beat up. Yeah. You know, guy's getting punched. She looks away. So I'm like, there's not going to be any possible way that you're going to be able to watch this movie. Luckily, the face removal of which we will see face, face peeling twice in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. The effects aren't very good. It doesn't look like anything. No. It looks like there's just fake blood on the face. Yeah. It, it doesn't 
seem like a face has been removed. No. It's just like, oh, did she just smear this guy's blood on her face or whatever? So she's coming at the sheriff and he's just like, chill out, you know, don't do that. She's got the scissors, I think is what it is, because he says she came at me with the scissors. Yeah, because she's cutting her face. So she just rushes him a little bit and he shoots her and uh, everybody comes running over like, what the hell, Daniel? And he goes, I got to call this in. I got to call this in. And Well, he passes out first, doesn't he? They're like, take, take a second. He goes, I'm a, he goes to the bathroom to splash water on his face. Starts hyperventilating. There may be... No. See, then he passes out. And then I think he has a vision. I find this movie a little confusing. I guess it makes more sense as you go along. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what is infecting the people to make them crazy? <laughs> like, what? It, it seems to be an infectious agent that makes you insane and evil. Yeah. That's what I thought got the nurse. And then I thought, well, it must be inside the doctor now. He's got, like, people's blood. Not the doctor, the sheriff. He's got their blood on him now. I thought when he passed out, that was, like, maybe him turning over. Yeah, you know, they don't really get into that now that you mention it. And I hadn't thought of that before. She's part of the cult, right? She has to be. It's possible. It is possible. What is but going then, on in this fucking movie? But then what? why would she be possessed? Well, is she possessed, though, or she knows it's go time? Like Maybe that's Now it. The, the great rising of Pazuzu. This is Pazuzu. It sure is. Yeah, maybe that's it. They wake him up and, you know, he's trying to be a tough guy and they're like, man, just take a take a breath. There's a state trooper here. It's his boss. Is it his boss? I thought so. Because, I, I mean, no, he's a state mind. trooper and he's a sheriff. Yeah. They seem to know each other. Because I think his Daniel's dad was a sheriff that maybe got killed. and He must have. And then this kid, they don't think is, he's, they think he's a fuck up, I think. Or he's just not his dad. So he goes over to that guy and he's like, well, you know, I'm going to need your gun. And uh, you're really fucking shit the bed on this one basically uh and he goes well let me let me at least call it in and then it's it seems like this guy is evil now yes well this it guy, does this guy's a lot of these people they aren't horrible actors but they're not jiving together in this movie well and it's stilted in like yeah it seems more like a made for tv movie sometimes from like the 90s it kind of feels like um it was a prolonged shoot that would kind of pick up here and there so maybe there's no real continuity in some of the characters or maybe some of these people probably i mean a lot of them aren't even in the movie together so i mean it might just be like pick up shots and get the scene in there you know time time goes by and you miss that original feeling that you had when you i I don't know Uh, but that that cop he had a supporting role as frank carvath in the classic david cronenberg movie the brood i would i would imagine they very specifically sought him out could be and i know i know they did that for one of the guys in um planet terror can't remember his name now though the the barbecue guy. Oh, Louis Trejo. Uh, no. <laughs> so the nurse is dead, but she's starting to transform. Maybe she is a part of the cult because that the transformation that feels like what they do, right? Yeah, she's got like spider legs poking out of her mouth. She does long it's, ones. Yeah, it's pretty gross, man. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, so Daniel goes out to the squad car to phone it in, and oh no, he goes to the desk first to call it in, and the phone's not working course not you know so he's like what the hell and he goes out to his car which is closer to the building than it is later on it feels like i think you're probably right i think they moved the car it's it seemed implied that the, the car was moved the next time they tried to yeah go out the car. i almost thought they were gonna burn it when they got out to look the car was just gonna start on fire and i'm like well, what movie is that from but so he gets out to his car and he's phoning it in and he can't reach anybody dispatches carter marsh county do you copy i have a code three and i need assist and that's when he looks out and across the way towards the um edge of the field he sees one of the guys in the ropes 
and he's just gets out of the car like hi what are you what are you doing did you feel that they were like cut off from the world like maybe no longer on this version of earth when this was happening when could be. the signals went out could be that's kind of what i felt like this movie was going to be yes you know why because um there's a huge sound at this very moment and all, and the lights cut out outside mm-hmm. and he even looks back so it's apparent that he heard it and uh and then all of a sudden the guy's coming at him with a knife right and they're fighting in the parking lot and he kind of stabs him in the uh, chest a little bit boy that knife looks like silver cardboard (laughs) yeah i mean and the blood is you know it's a lot of kool-aid and i thought he was real done for i did too that knife is going in i did not stopping him i'm like damn does he die now? Who are these people in the robes? These are just people from the cult, like the yeah. guy that's handcuffed inside? Yeah. Why do they have superpowers? Well, so that's just it. So he goes back in and, you know, they're like, holy shit, dude, you're all fucked up. And they fix him up. He passes out. I think he wakes back up. Um, and I think it's at this point then that the old man and the young guy come. Yeah. The young guy, he doesn't have his tongue for some reason. You don't find out till later. They cut it out. They cut it out. From his neck. Yeah. I guess you can do that. Yeah. Uh, what do they Wait, call isn't that? Wait, is uh, Cincinnati necktie? Um, shit. A Nicaraguan necktie, maybe? Bolivian? But they didn't get his uh, his main arteries. Just yeah. like off to the side and brother. Yep. slice mm-hmm. why next why would you do that i don't know i don't know did they ever say no uh, it's confusing i kind of like that though they come in they're just fucking hell on wheels busting in and the older guy has like a very odd accent where you're like mm-hmm. what are you, where are you from sweetie? you know who i thought he was the dad from abbott will oh. Patton. let's just say it's a real shame if we can't remember will Patton. i was like we're always will so excited to will see Patton. it looks like will Patton, but it's not him we've already seen three will Patton movies in our short career making uh podcast i bet this guy's french canadian yeah i bet that's what we're hearing quebecois uh-huh that quebec yeah. Quebecian. What do you mean I have an accent? <laughs> and God, man, it, yeah, it's a little fishy because there's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of movement. I think they're there to kill the guy because they tracked him there. How? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, boom, that monster comes out. Yeah, dude. And they're like, holy hell. Old spider legs in the mouth turns out to be a behemoth of it, a monster. It just grabs the state trooper and drags him off. Yeah, he's done for fast. Immediately. Well, he's not dead yet. Lovecraftian things happen to him. Now, he took the sheriff's gun. Yeah. So he didn't got a gun. No. He should have two guns on his corpse, but they don't get to that till later. So he uh, sees what's happening and he takes the axe and he's like, the, the woman is like, what, what, what? what and he's like go go get out of here and there's he runs a monster around. yeah and so he's approaching it cautiously gets close and then the thing just smacks him and he flies against the wall and he drops his axe and the the gruff guy and young guy come around the corner he picks up the axe and they start going to town on this thing cutting it up and it's all that shit the state trooper's dead it was putting its eye things in its eyeball man yeah dude like just real spaghetti noodling through the eyes yeah skin so then the dude just starts like hacking off the the head of the the state trooper because i guess it's gonna turn it's gonna be another one of them is what i figured yeah but they're real like jerks you know they're bossing everybody around. They're threatening people. They're threatening the sheriff. They're going to, we're going to fucking kick your ass and shit. They seem like they know more about what's going on yeah. than they do. Yeah. I mean, it seems like 
their job, whether they signed up for it or not, is to fight this cult. Yeah. You know, kind of like a, a real Assassin's Creed and a Knights Templar kind of a rivalry. But I don't think that they know anything about the monster angle. Mm-hmm. They just hate the cult members mm-hmm. for what they've done. Which they, they only hint at, really? They killed Tongueless wife. Who, Tongueless, was that like their adopted kid or something? Or was that his actual son? No, because is it? Because he said that they killed his whole family, the, the Tongueless guy. Okay. So I, I felt like they were somehow, I felt like they weren't related, but they had been through the same thing. Well, because later we're seeing that guy's wife right and he starts choking the kid like why didn't you stop them you were there boy they really they really dropped the ball on this movie well i I give it a two no (laughs) i mean okay so specifically with those two guys Mm -hmm. i think the mystery kind of works in their favor Mm -hmm. i think it makes them much more interesting that we can't exactly pinpoint what's going on with them i mean a lot of the stuff if you if you looked into it a little bit more it would be way dumber probably yeah Probably. Because this movie isn't really dumb. No. I just found it surface level boring for the last like 45 minutes or so. Okay. I was just like, eh, I mean, I know what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, y'all are kind of fucked. I don't, I think maybe that's just the problem with horror movies and maybe us watching so many right now is that I know everybody just has to go through the ringer. Pretty much, especially in this movie. I think, oh, because the monster is in the guy's room who's handcuffed. Yeah. So they free him and now he's like, the guys are trying to kill him. They're going to bash his hand if he doesn't answer their questions. And yeah. they assume he's a part of this cult and he's like, look, I met this chick. She said, we can go somewhere and get free drugs so i went and they drugged us and um they were doing rituals and sex orgies and and weird shit and i think the 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 gruff guy he's got polaroids yeah well so then he the the kid he grabs the pregnant girl right is that what when this happens yeah and he's got a scalpel and he's like y'all you know we need to get the fuck out of here you don't know what's going on and they're like calm down calm down and the gruff guy's yelling he's got his rifle the cops trying to like get in the middle the the nurses the his wife doctor is there i think the gruff guy like punches her or pushes her or something and the guy's like whoa 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 and so then the old doctor he's like calm down everybody and he's approaching the guy with the scalpel like you don't need to do this son and and he stabs the old doctor in the <laughs> throat just pokes him right in that throat right in the artery this is great i was very surprised Ah, you know and they're fucking oh man you got the only recognizable actor you (laughs) stabbed him right in the throat okay yeah and then he dies so they cover up his body uh now if what i just said is 100 percent accurate did the doctor keep his identity secret while in the cult so that the gruff guy and the other guy don't know who aren't able to to say oh that's the cult leader no i think that that guy eventually says something about that's why he stabbed him is it something yeah okay i thought it was implied that he knew who he was maybe but the gruff guy should too since they're fighting this cult right well i mean he's fighting the cult members i, maybe I don't never... know that they're seeing the head honcho being like you will never defeat us and then waves of henchmen coming yeah maybe it's just uh seems like they've stumbled into the bad things they're doing i mean this guy is still a to... doctor at work you know yeah those nighttime hours are full of evil mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be interesting yeah to f- to get a little bit more backstory on how those guys stumbled upon the cult and what steps they're taking. Are they just working up their a list or are they just, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. N- now, at, at the same time, there's also a lot more of these cult robe guys appearing outside. Yeah. And it's apparent that they're not trying to get in, but uh, for whatever reason, they're being drawn to this hospital. Boy, 
getting a little muddy. So it's fucking Prince of Darkness, man. It's pulling all the homeless people towards the the church. Not going to like it. So now we got the old man, the pregnant girl, the intern nurse, the female doctor, the sheriff, the gruff guy, and the tongueless guy. And the girl who's pregnant, you know, they're like, she's like, I'm doing bad over here. You know, I might have a miscarriage. And so they put him in a room uh, with her and the old man. And, you know, the gruff guy, he's like, man, we need to figure something out. You guys don't know what the fuck's going on. And and the sheriff's like, well, you don't have any bullets. I have a shotgun in my car, though, and some ammunition. We should probably go out and get that. And the dude's like, that's no, we're not. No, we shouldn't leave. And he's like. Come on. All right, fine. And then the nurse doctor lady, she's like, ah, I want to go get some supplies for the prego girl. And he's like, don't, don't do that. We don't know what, what's in the building or whatever and or what's going on. You should probably stay here. When I come back, then I have my gun and I can, you know, escort you or whatever. All right, fine. So tough guy, cop, and tongueless guy go out. They run up to the car. There's nobody around. But now the car is like clear across the parking, parking lot. I, I'm trying to think in my mind as I'm trying to find my way to that phrase, that the parking lot. Did the guy show up in a truck? How did the gruff guy? They don't show, right? He's well, just there. Is, there's a couple cars in that lot when they next morning comes around i assume that's the staff you would think so but so anyways they run out for some reason the sheriff is like taking his time to get his gun he's like looking for something else i forget what he's looking for and the kids in the trunk and now more of those knife guys are kind of like propagating and i think they just run back inside right they smoke one of the knife guys they shoot him yeah, oh, he right busts out a flare. Well, they shotgun one of the guys. Okay. So they get back inside. At this same time, while they're outside, the doctor decides to take it upon herself to go get the medicine because this baby situation is getting pretty precarious. So she tells Knives Chow, you know, just watch them. Um, make her comfortable or whatever. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm not, you know, anybody. She's like, just fucking man up, you know? So she goes to get some supplies. And, of course, we see now that the doctor is missing from underneath the uh, sheet. They put him in. And he bonks her or something, right? I mean. Like you see, yeah, you see him like appear behind She turns around and he punches her. Guy comes back. Where's my wife? She's like, I don't know. She went looking for supplies. What? But I said no. Yeah. Should have listened. Should have. I think at this point is when the doctor calls. Yeah. On the phone. Hello, Daniel. Well, he's he goes around and he's looking everywhere. And he ends up in one of the offices and the phone starts ringing. Okay. You know, he's like saying spooky, mystical stuff. Don't worry, Daniel. I'm going to help her. It's apparent that he's got the doctor. And the phone call came from the morgue. Even though I think initially they're like... We got to find him. It's like, well, it's blinking. It says the morgue, so she probably... But I think it turns out that they're not even in a place that exists. That's just it. So they give Knives Chow uh, a radio, and they're like, you know this place. You're going to have to kind of walk us through where we're going. Him and Gruff Guy and Tongueless Guy start going down. She's like, just take the stairs, and then boom, it's just like right there. And they're like, ah... It's not just right there. And as they they descend, it's like the burn section of the hospital. So she's like, well, I mean, what are you talking about? It's right there. And they're like, it's it's not right there. In fact, there's more stairs. And she's like, what? No, there's not more stairs. Well, there's these stairs that seem to lead directly into hell. We're going to go down them. Yeah. (laughs) Can you believe they went down there? Well. That's the most forbidden staircase I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was pretty... A billowing, like, smoke. It's not even smoke. It's just, like, an evil darkness Mm -hmm. rolling the stairs. Yeah, and there's, like, plastic hanging from the ceiling and shit. It's like, I think we're in Silent Hill (laughs) at this point. So the radio starts cutting out, and, uh... It's more Hellraiser than Silent Hill. (laughs) 
Yeah, I guess. It's more Candyman 3 now that I think about it. Our stories shall be one. Uh, so she's freaking out because the girl's not doing well. The old man's like, do something, you know? And she's looking up like how to do a C-section and shit. So she runs and gets some supplies, comes back, and she's starting to get her feet underneath her. And I think she administers some sort of an epidural or something. I was really pretty freaked out about this. I was not wanting to see this. No, and I mean, the belly looked fake as all hell. Yeah. You know, she... So they're down there and the doctor even alludes... So he's got the the old man doctor. We kind of see him a little bit. He's got the lady doctor on an autopsy table, but she's like paralyzed. He like administered some sort of a drug that she cannot move, even though she's fully conscious and awake. And he's doing his whole diatribe, you know, transformation. And I tried to show them who you really are and all this crap. And it's evident that he's cutting off his face now because he was dead, but he's alive now. Mm-hmm. But he's not alive somehow. And it's it's little um confusing so well isn't he talking about his creations down there yeah he was like trying to free the real version of people inside of themselves and he's talking about his daughter which again i thought if that's her dad maybe he slipped one in there but it died they show a picture of that daughter of his do they yeah she's like somewhat grown i must have missed it the first time too because i went into this one under this impression from the first time i watched it boy so this is when we all of a sudden we're hearing like a real violent squishing sound with the the gruff guy, the cop, and the uh, tongueless guy. They're in like a dark room. It's kind of red tinged. Yeah. And they flash their light. Real fucking hellscape here. Yeah. There's a, a monster who's got a hole straight through his face and head. He's over there bashing his head through a pipe trying to destroy his brain and kill himself. Yeah. Like the pipe's going through his hole. And he's just... Should work. Seems you know. like that's where your brain would be. Yeah. You should be good. Although a portion of it's already missing, so it's hard to say how, how effective that will be. Well, apparently they're just running on spirit power, because yeah. that should have, yeah. Pure spook them. juice, man. Ah. So, now we see emerging from the shadows, all around them are freaks. We're in hell. And so he's shooting them, and I think one guy's whacking on them. But Gruff Guy sees what I'm assuming is a vision of his wife. Maybe holding a baby? And he's like, wife! And so he runs after her, and the tongueless guy's like, what the hell? So, he, obviously, he didn't say that. So then he runs after that guy, and the cop's fighting, and he runs away. Oh, they've also got the the guy that they picked up, the drug guy. Oh, yeah, because this is one of the better creep creep things. I hate when they do this, when they have, like, a contortionist basically doing, like, a upside-down crab walk. Yeah. It's kind of played out. It's creepy. Mm. It worked on me, man. Okay. So the the guy who was part of the crew, mm-hmm. he tries to attack the cop for some reason. I think, yeah, he's like, we're in hell. We got to get out of here. Or he jumps on his back. Yeah, he attacks him. And then he flips him off him at some point. And mm-hmm. then that backwards crab walking faceless creature, uh-huh. which is quite creepy, grabs yeah. a hold of him and we get to see him get dragged off screen. Yeah. And which then is a shadow real creepy. of it doing stuff. Well, they, no, they cut right to his uh, him him bashing its, oh, that's his right. head to the ground. That's right. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it kills him immediately. Soup, soup faces that guy. Yeah, it's not like they weren't planning any kind of uh, hellish torture mm-hmm. or transformation for him. It's nope. just like a, a gorilla has grabbed him and is now bashing his head into the ground until it's mush. Yeah, because, I mean, I guess these things are like reject freaks that <laughs> yeah. he, for some reason, can't kill. So they're just... He, they, he says that they keep trying to kill them themselves yeah. but i won't let them die right. they want to die but i won't let them 
they're the ones that caused the fire trying to kill themselves. Yeah. That burned down some of the hospital. And at first it kind of feels like maybe this is a devil thing. Yeah. Right. But it's not, I don't think. No, I really thought it was like, you're going to be dealing with like a Cthulhu old gods, H.P. Lovecraft. Mm -hmm. Once they come out there, the whole world is doomed. What did you do, Ray? Yeah. No? No. So now the cult guys are in the building and they're right outside the room with like knives chow. The old guy, I think he's trying to do something and they kill him, stab him or something. I think, no. So. Oh, ah, yes. He, she's scared to cut into the pregnant lady to do the C-section. He's being rough with Knives Chow. Please. Like, you're gonna do it. You're our only hope. She's like, I can't. And then her, his throat gets stuck. Yeah. And he stands up. It's his granddaughter. Somehow, Knives Chow doesn't realize that this girl she's about to cut open gets up, positions herself behind this old man, somehow gets a scalpel, and just slices his throat. Yep, so apparently she's also part of the evil cult. No indication until now. It's like almost like a madness descends upon them. Dr. Powell is a great man. I'm lucky to carry his child. It's quite strange. And, and I'm pretty sure that the triangle-faced guys and the girl walk off. Nice Chow kind of locks herself in a room, I think. Yeah, it's quite grabs an axe. Her. The gruff guy finds his wife, and his brain's all mixed up, and he starts choking the younger guy. But this room they go into, they both are hallucinating. It's They're like home. Ho- yeah. yeah, a nice house. They're home. With pictures on the walls of them. It's them so together. This, yeah, because yeah, huh. the wife has got the... I don't think it's their son, but I don't, I don't know, man. It's... Well, maybe we maybe we should tweet some people. Let's watch. People, let's, let's just watch the movie again. Should we? And then we'll tweet people because they like when we ask them questions. Yeah, big on the time. Internet. So what? Yeah, okay. He starts attacking the young guy. He's choking on him, and he gets a flare. Now this is also kind of a thing now that I think about it. He lights off the flare and he sticks the gruff guy in the gut, burns him, shocks him back, back into coherence. <laughs> Yeah. And the guy, oh my God, or something. And I think he dies. No, he doesn't die because they are going to battle again in a few minutes with some something else. The The sheriff now stumbles into the morgue room uh-huh. and his girl is there looking fine and they're yeah. together and like she's about to have a baby. Isn't it like kind of nice? Mm-hmm. But that's all an illusion just like the other thing. Yes. She's dead. There's monster vines growing in and out of yeah, her. Yeah, she's got like venom coming out of her. Yeah. Just tendrils everywhere. And I don't even think we see her really. I think at this point she's almost like something out of like um, the Last of Us, like when a, when the cordyceps really takes over and sets up a fungal root. It's almost like she's a like a stump, or you know, I mean, it's just like growth all over her. She's not even visible anymore at this point. Okay, it's pretty disturbing. And the dead doctor is explaining everything, right? Yeah, hey, she's reborn. Join her, or whatever. I saw in your eyes, Daniel, when your child was stillborn. I, I saw, saw the relief. Oh, yeah, he's holding her hand, and it turns to ash. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And then he takes his axe, and he starts hammering on her head. Yeah, he chops her up. Yeah. But you I mean, don't see it. They're, no, the it's The door like, is closed, and his shadow is attacking. And it's just so slowly what? panning back. And he's hacking. I mean, it's like, come on. Well, if, you're, if she's stumpy, like you're Two, saying, three? I don't know. Maybe. He goes at it like 15, 16 times. I thought you were going to rip one. No, I'm itchy, but I can't, <laughs> can't move my body right. Uh, so, who do they fight then? Well, then he reveals that Sarah, Sarah too is born. He's brought his dead daughter back to life. That is correct. And that is what came out of uh, the cop's wife. That is correct. And it's another hideous monster. Does he tell the kid to run or something? Because it's attacking him? I think they're both attacking it. 
and then I don't remember. This is where finally the rubbing alcohol comes into play. I watched this Friday night, so it's now been four days since I've seen it. And I watched it last night, but I retained no information (laughs) within 30 seconds of the scene. So they're fighting. The monster comes after them. The cop is with them, too. Aren't they all kind of together? Maybe. And it's it's a big battle or shooting at that thing and oh yeah he's blasting on it's got something popping out of its head like a brain or something right and they're shooting at that or is that the no that's first a, that's monster? the first monster they Good blow Lord. that brain up but eventually the the older gruff guy shakes the rubbing alcohol all over him and oh it yeah, yeah, while yeah, it's yeah, killing yeah. him and digging deeper with its tendrils into his chest mm-hmm. and then he uses the flare to set them both aflame mm-hmm. and then you kind of think that that's the end of the monster yeah but it's not and you're right the cop doesn't the cop st- does the cop stay in the morgue room is that where all the rest of this takes place or he is it just outside stabbed at some point in the back maybe i think it might just be those two guys together and it's like a little tender moment where he's like do it and he's like oh i can't but i failed you before and now i'm gonna do it kind of a thing so then the cop gets to like the void room right it's there's several sheeted dead bodies Mm -hmm. on the sides behind him yeah and he gets stabbed in the back i'm pretty sure is it by the girl or just one of the hood guys might be one of the hood guys i don't recall who who's the girl that would have stabbed him the pregnant girl she's dead not yet oh no yeah it is her she is part of it yeah she stabs him is that what it is i think so. somebody stabs him he falls and you know he's writhing and the, the doctor comes out and he's like he looks like the dude from the last season of Stranger Things. I didn't. Vecna. The, the last one? Yeah. I didn't watch that. You watched the whole thing already? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, he's like all gray. I mean, he kind of looks like a vampire. Kind of looks like. Lord uh, or something. Yeah. Maybe the Wishmaster a little bit too. Very much so. Yeah. Good call. His dark, dark, like green skin. Mm, Is it green? Yeah. It's but it's dark. like. It looks like it's like tough. Yeah. Tough skin. It's like a leathery armor yeah. demon yeah. body. Not juicy like it should be. No. No. And he's and, transcended to a demon body. Yeah, and he's like talking mad shit, you know. If uh, you you must die and you can be with her again, yep. Sheriff. I can give Allison to you. I think the girl comes up to him and he's like, My child or something and, and then that monster gets her right the monster's not dead it gets her because we see her like behind from like there's like a knocked over table and we could see like her like her bust and then she's getting like eaten in the guts by the monster or is the monster coming out of her oh no that's no, where the monster no, no. comes out of because she was pregnant it starts ripping out of her and we see her like behind like there's like that knocked over table and we see her from like her chest up yeah looking at the cop it seemed like she in her brain was seeing the monster coming out of her like there was this weird psychic bond of Mm -hmm. interrupting and then it goes off and then that must be when it kills the gruff guy yeah so daniel makes his way over to um the doctor guy and he hits him with an axe in like the clavicle and it doesn't do anything no and doctor's just like dude i'm beyond that shit i'm gonna open the void right now Mm -hmm. this black triangle check this shit out and like does light erupt from it yeah like this the the outline of the triangle lit up and then it's like going in to the void and it's just flooding with light and he's like this could be yours you seem, bit. seems terrible man <laughs> <laughs> like you're gross this whole situation's gross uh-huh. nothing about this seems fun uh-huh. everybody's monsters and it's gross yeah no thank you yeah i'm good 
And so, you know, he has like a moment of clarity. He knows what he has to do. Now, at this point, um, the young guy, he's stumbling around. He's all fucked up. Guy with no tongue. He just watched his boy killed, but it's not, the thing's not dead. It's coming after him. Right. You think it's, you think it's dead. It's not. Not at all. So Daniel. hurt. No. So Daniel just fucking pulls a Prince of Darkness and tackles the Vecna guy through the void. Yep. And. uh, The second they're through, vanishes. Just a wall again. Mm Mm-hmm. But guess what? what? This whole floor doesn't really exist. Right. So? So we got Tongueless Guy running, trying to get away from the monster. He's running down the hallway. The hallway is getting tighter mm-hmm. and tighter. It's getting kind of scary, man. Mm-hmm. And he manages to squeeze out at the last second before it shuts behind him. And that doesn't exist anymore. And yeah, he get, he like, oh, and he looks, and it's just a normal wall. That was pretty great. I like that quite so a that, bit. that monster squished, right? Big time. I mean, does anything I mean, matter? Like, what, what, it, what it, is that all just gone forever? Because that's not what that's not in that other dimension, as far as you can tell. At all. They don't have buildings like that there. No. They have evil pyramids that float. That other dimension reminded me of the most recent Fantastic Four movie, when they go to that other dimension. I have not seen that. And they're in... The Josh Trank masterpiece? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which itself was supposed to have, like, a whole bunch of body horror in it. Yeah, well, but and you they can't cut do it all that. Out. It's Marvel, yeah. What do you... Well, no shit, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, ill-fated. Yeah, so now he's limping around trying to figure out how to get out of the hospital. He's and, scared. Yeah, yeah. He's hurt. Scary, yeah. He, he 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 falls at one point with his back against a desk or uh, something, and he just starts breaking down, weeping. And knives child comes out at him. <gasps> After he sees a a cult member with a completely smashed head. Uh-huh. She's done that, clearly. Yeah, big time. Question, what happened to all the cult members? Is the spell is lifted? It almost seems yeah. like they were are they sucked out in? of existence. Uh-huh. Yeah, are they? Right, because we don't see what they are. They don't ever say, there's never a moment where it's like, oh, it's Varney from the gas station. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's quite possible that, yeah, these things just came over, got in on that freaky shit. If you're infected, all of you just get sucked right out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe. I felt like they were regular people, but and we they never... seemed unstoppable. They're like, like terminators well and the doctor he had like a notebook or something oh yeah what was it, all the circles and triangles and shit? you know what i mean so it's like we don't even get a clear idea of like you know where did you stumble upon this what deals are you making how are you opening up triangular portals i think this is probably why the movie works as well as it does yeah. is that they don't tell us man yeah you know it would ruin it so much the more that that doctor spoke the dumber it was it's shocking there's a good amount of practical effects wim bam you know but the moment two guys sit down and start trying to figure it out i mean partially because we can't remember most of it but yeah <laughs> In addition to that, there's just, yeah, too many loose threads that, you know, if you want to destroy my sweater. Pull this thread and I'll become undone. So <laughs> we the, the final scene is... Oh, that's we're right. In, we're in the dimension that was through the triangle. Yeah. Into the void. And it's like real muted blues and grays. It's it's post-apocalyptic, it seems. Or, or I mean, maybe there wasn't even a civilization to begin with. Man, it's like an inverted... It's like dunes and yeah. sands blowing about and lightning. And yeah, some fucking large... I, I want to say it's diamond-shaped. I, I don't even think it's triangular at this you know, point. The pyramid? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's like a pyramid, but there's some of it trailing off into the clouds. It, okay. It seems like it's got a tail. I don't know. But so then, yeah, it's just, for some reason, Lady Doctor cop guy he's not apparently injured anymore and she's not a buffet and they they stare at the pyramid it's above them they hold hands 
Yeah. Like, we're, we're in this together. Fight. It's, it's one of the most disappointing end scenes. It's not uplifting. You're you're in the Badlands. Honestly, it's more, it's dumber than, but it's on some level kind of equal to the final scene in Prince of Darkness. When the guy dreams about the redhead and she's all fucked up. And then yeah. he gets up and he slowly goes to touch the mirror. Yeah. And then it ends. Like, dude, it's just a mirror, you know? And then now here, we're like, well, what is this? Is the next one going to be like T2 and all of a sudden they're kicking ass and the fucking danger? zone i don't know man yeah i don't know what the what could possibly happen in that world i don't well and and, and it's clearly a cgi yeah. uh, or a, a green screen effect uh-huh. it just looks awful it really just a blight on this otherwise for me relatively enjoyable movie yeah i mean i i really feel like it does what you want it to do me getting bored that's a me thing mm-hmm. all right i don't I'm not going to disparage this movie. This is one of the creepier movies. Well, and you were I, watching it during the day, I'm assuming. No, I watched them both last night. I finished. Oh, you watched it last minutes, night. Uh, 45 minutes of the other movie. Mm-hmm. And then this one. But keep in mind, my back hurt the entire time I was on the couch. Oh, I, I sure. scream when I sit up and, and sit down. Yeah. Quite painful. Yeah, I, I think it was a Friday night. I had some beer. I was tooting a little bit. And Dude, uh, you were snorting cocaine? <laughs> big time. You're, you're farting? Yeah, all what of is, it. What do you mean tooting? All of it. Um, I had the lights out. I think I had some popcorn even. And I was just doing it, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fucking... I had the sound up even a little bit, which I normally don't do at night. Uh, and I think some of it was nostalgia for really liking it the first time. So I'm kind of watching it like, ah, oh, it's a little... Like when they drag the state trooper away, it's not the best looking drag away it's just kind of like alluded to almost it's like you see it but it's like not and then, you know some of it's it is what it is but they did film they were going to film in a busted down hospital but it was deemed um not too safe. unsafe yeah I think this was a school that then they were in the process of getting ready to demolish. So they just got the go-ahead to film there. This is pretty cool. I, I guess I just wish that I, I liked the characters more. I wish that they had sucked me into them a little bit more. Because, I mean, like, there yeah. was pieces of it there. Like, I'm kind of digging the sheriff, but there's not really anything to grab onto. Like, he's, no. a, he's a little bit weird and not sheriffy. We need a... Honestly, in that role, we need a Kurt Russell type that's okay. just a little bit more likable. Naturally likable, you know? Uh, like Kurt Russell in Little Trouble in, in Big China. Oh, yeah. Little Trouble Big China. That's a good one. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble escaping from L.A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, he, he, you know when he's cracking wise, it, it just works. Yeah, this guy's not making any jokes. No. This is a dour movie. There's not... Mm-hmm. I think uh, Knives is the only one that's maybe a pinch silly. Yeah, a little bit. There's a nice little cute moment between her and the guy that gets his eyes stabbed right at the very beginning where she says something. He's watching Night of the, of the Living Dead and uh, he says something. She's like, wah, 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 snarky. And he says something else. And she's like, well, I'm leaving. And I was also surprised, yeah, that he just kidnaps that doctor and just fucking eviscerates her. I'm like, man, what a fucking, right. you know, unceremonious end to what seems like the second character? strongest yeah. character. And especially because we don't see it. No. It's just like we get, when he gets there, he sees her and then it just punch you in your uvula what's what are the creepiest scenes for you in this thing i mean to be honest the the menacing so when he's talking i think when he's first talking to that guy in the robe when he's trying to call for help and we see the first guy standing there he just slowly puts his arm out to the side and reveals he's got a knife and i think later on in the movie there's multiple ones of that and they all do it at the same time complete unison yeah yeah that would you know if i was like out and about and i saw that shit pretty freaked out you know yeah but none of the none of it i mean again maybe because i had seen it none of the monster stuff was scary or man i felt like those monsters were pretty cool they were very cool i didn't like that the two main monsters were so similar but that second one you get to actually see its 
face, mm-hmm. which I found creepier. The second one reminded me of the aliens from Alien 4, I think. Remember that? It's like Sigourney Weaver's child. Yeah, alien. I mean, I, I saw that on video. and like It's got like that turned up nose. Like, ah, you know, yeah. I, I, you're right. In that, a lot of the monsters in the lower section of the hospital really did feel like some Hellraiser shit. Super duper. The pipe dude. Even the the crab walker. But there were more of them. Weren't there like ones with like no arms? Yeah, there was all sorts of ones. They're creeping out from under like a bag. Mm-hmm. It's it's the... Yeah, he's shooting them and it's like not really doing anything. One comes and grabs him from behind and yeah, it's fucking... It's just pretty creepy. It's harrowing, but uh, I, I didn't really, yeah, I wasn't spooked out at all. Well, I would say that the first evil kill at the beginning with the stab in the eye mm-hmm. and her starting to cut off her face, that gave me the heebies a little. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, when they get into that basement, when they go into that dark, smoky, non-existent basement, <laughs> and then all those creatures are down there. Yeah. And to really hit the peak with the crab walker, all of those were good. And then, yeah, now it's mentioned at the face bashing, which I forgot about. It's nauseating. It's gross. <sighs> yeah, it's fucking... It's disturbing. Some mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt I found those things pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna? Should we rate it? Rate this? Yeah, sure. What's what do you give on a spooky spookometer? On a spookometer, I mean, I give it a two. Oh, dang! Giving it a two. I would give this movie a. I'm well, gonna give it a five. You know what? I'm gonna go with a three because that's pretty much what I've given everything so far, uh-huh. and I don't find this any more or less spooky than the rest of the stuff. I find this a bit spookier. Okay, I like it. It's good. I'm gonna give it about five on the spookometer. Okay, I'm impressed with it as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. What do you give it on a movie scale? I'd lean probably. Um, you know, it's hard now because we've really thought about it, and and it's really not holding up across the board. So I, I my initial rating would be a six yeah uh but maybe i would bring that down to a five i would give it a six because i still find it very serviceable just because i got a little bored yeah that's just i'm just a piece of shit i'm sorry yeah you know yeah i'll bump that up to a six uh, because without the analyzing i had a really good time watching it so i think um that warrants uh my initial six reaction hey why don't you tell us what you think about this ding dang movie and give us a phone call at 763-634-1897 that's right. We have a voicemail. Yeah. You can leave us voicemails, and eventually we'll do an extra episode with voicemails or emails in it. This gets fed to my phone, <laughs> and I will not answer the phone call under any <laughs> circumstances. But I look forward to your voicemails. Yeah. You can go ahead and hit us up on Instagram at We Doin' Filmographies. Twitter at uh, Do Filmographies. Facebook. Yeah, we we Doin' film- filmographies. filmographies. Yeah. YouTube. Same thing. We, we do in filmographies. filmographies. Well, you want to send us an email? Mm-hmm. We do in filmographies <laughs> at gmail.com. It's always we do in filmographies. Yeah. You need a name for your firstborn? We, we do, do in filmographies. filmographies. That's a good name. It is. Go ahead and check out the Soda Review podcast on YouTube. Yeah. Here's- I just did a uh, my first uh, one in a while, and it was state fair themed. The logo looked really nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great job. Thanks. What soda are you reviewing in there? The- on that episode, it was the state fair kettle corn flavored soda. Damn. From Blue Sun, actually. They made it. Oh, great. Yeah. Do you want to tell us how it was? Uh, it was putrid. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, a chocolate chip cookie one, I think, and a mini donut one, I think, left to do. Oh, great. I'm going to do a couple just for the fair. That's fun. Yeah. Check that out. Go fucking listen to this <laughs> this Soda Review podcast. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, just search for the Soda Review, Review podcast or look me up on JW Conglomerate, which is my catch-all for all my silly acting and some of my rapping, I think, is on there and... Got those wraps. (laughs) 
Nice. I was going to give another spooky uh, recommendation. Okay. Y'all, there's a YouTube channel called Beyond Creepy. Do you remember the Beyond Creepy stories? Mm-hmm. Like it's, creepypasta? No, it's this guy. It's just a narrator with voiceover. And he's uh, retelling old incidents involving monsters, oh, ghosts, okay. like reported incidences where he's, I don't know where he's finding these. They're great. Sometimes yeah. there's pictures unrelated to things. It's fun. Yeah. I assume that, listen, sometimes I get excited. I'm like, I don't know, man. So many goddamn Bigfoots. I think kind of sounds like there's Bigfoots. <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was a good one where like some Bigfoots attacked this uh, dinner party. There was like young Bigfoots and old Bigfoots. Well, that one kind of got me thinking about Bigfoots a little bit. I'm oh. sure it's all bullshit, but it's very entertaining. Check out Beyond, Beyond Creepy on YouTube. Yeah, I don't have any spooky recommendations i don't really listen to spooky stuff i listen to it you do yeah remind me to do another spooky recommendation after the next podcast i will come with a fun story maybe it should be at the top maybe i gotta go have a cigarette yeah we'll see you in a couple days yeah bye